what are we on? 41? 41. 41. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That's a tough one. I know, um... Rick Mast. Rick Ricky Craven. There we go. I was given a list of 41 and 42. Wow. Donnie Reavers. Donnie Reavers, yeah, that's a good and one. And I unfortunately left him at home. Hmm. Wow. Well, 42 is easy. Yeah. Yeah. 41 is... Maple yeah. syrup. Hey. Wait till we get to the Richard Petty one. Well, we're at the X bar, right? Riley Krieger. Yep, Riley Krieger. That's Wisconsin correct. Truck. There we go. Did we start? Yeah, we did start. That's, oh. this Didn't we talk about this start. earlier, Dan? We do soft starts what? now. We don't, we're not even editing yeah. this anymore. No, we're not. Yeah, we'll just roll with it. You know where we do like the three, two, one? That's like an F1 start. This is a rolling start. <laughs> this is the, you know, this is more short track appropriate. Rumble over the Thunder podcast number 41 from the X Bar downtown Kikana. Matt Panier, Andy Monday, Dan Strong, a.k.a. Teen Wolf. Been a little while since we've been at you with the podcast. A lot happening. We had the Blu rays. We had the Dixieland. We had tonight's action. Woo! All kinds of good stuff. And if we're you too late, Russ Lord Becky won once again. So uh, we're all in trouble here. But uh, let's just kind of roll into it. Red, white, and blue championship in the books. Congratulations to all the winners. You know them all by now. Russ Lord Becky was one of them. Maxwell Schultz ends up winning. Grayson Bennett. Grayson Bennett. Uh, it, was a, it was a good red, white, and blue again. Kyle Quella. Kyle Quella. Picking up a win, Peter Wills, the babies, Evan and Evan and Emery, Emery not Evan yes. and Ethan. Yeah, Ethan would be kind of a uh, conflict of interest there. Right. Yeah. So uh, congratulations to all the red, white, and blue winners. Dixieland, Time Majeski. Same as the Blue Race. Wow. Clean sweep at the Blue Race. So the Blue Race, like just untouchable. So then he just kind of clean swept the entire week. Right. Well, he didn't have fast time at the Dixieland. That is true. He was what Gabe second? Somerset, yeah. Yep. But I I don't think that was important to him at all. I think they were just shooting for that win. That yeah. Was something that had eluded that team for many years. They had good cars. Water pump belt second, fails. Just random things. stuff. Yeah. It was time. How how did you fare in that race, Andy? I know you were doing uh, like the spy hunter thing where you're dropping oil sticks <laughs> out the back. <laughs> It's good if you get away with it, but it's not a sustainable thing. Yeah, we kind of had an eventful day. We changed a lot of stuff, uh, motor, rear end, fuel cell. Uh, a lot of work went into our car, and uh, we ended up missing it on time by one. Came through the qualifying race, which was fine, um, and transferred in. And we were kind of running somewhere between 8th and 12th kind of all day in the feature, uh, just kind of biding our time, going to take our tires, do the pit stop thing, and yeah, we had a leak kind of in the back end, and they were going to let us continue with it, um, but I was kind of just completely gassed from three 15-hour straight days working on the car and everything else that really wasn't worth it. So we uh, we ended up pulling out of the race, but it was a great show. There was a lot of fast cars there. Um, what do you have, 31 cars? I think that's what it ended up with. But there was like 24 call, yeah. solid cars, you know. Uh, so it was a good show, and, yeah, Ty Majeski took the win kind of dominated johnny d with a great run second good for him yeah um and uh third was nason or who who was third right at the end was it danny was it frederickson oh yeah frederickson yeah. was right on so he had a he came over that's from that's another guy that's i think he's next as far as the guys that have been chasing the dixieland win for a while danny's another guy he's that, always right there in the yeah, top three he hasn't had his moment in the sun yet thought he was going to win last year but chase purdy ended up winning in the anthony campy car danny was close but he's not ten thousand dollars ten grand the so, 10k uh, yeah that's, that's a good win another banner win for ty i don't think he's missed anything now 
May, he'll, nope. he'll need a Milwaukee mile win. Snowball Derby, he's got, right? I was talking more of the Wisconsin thing. Oh, I see. He'll gotcha. need a Milwaukee, mile, I he'll need a Milwaukee mile win. Um, got the Leto race coming up at Madison in a couple weeks. He'll be there for that one against yep. Matt Kenseth. Maybe Has he pay, won the big He did last year. He won the big show at Lacrosse, right? That was fine. He has he got won that, that one, yeah. Yep. Yep. He has won the, no, uh, the, the Oktoberfest. Race. Oktoberfest, the, the yeah, final Oktoberfest. 200 okay. lapper. Yeah, so he's kind of got them all in the bag. So, uh, you know, congratulations to Ty. Blue race win. That was four blue races in a row that he's won now. I believe it. That's incredible. I finished second in a couple of them, so I can Yikes. attest to that. I, I when just, he's here, he's just gone. We all know we're racing for second. And, and something <laughs> about the blue race, too. I was looking at the stat line of – and. There is something called the third turn wiki. It lists all the red, oh, white, yeah. and blue champions, and then who won the red, the white, the blue. And Ty had won the last three blue before this blue. And then obviously it's two features. He won a bowl, so we don't have to worry about any of the tabulating points or anything like that. That was. I think clean the thing win. with the blue race is mainly a schedule thing the last few years. It seemed like the schedule opened up for him in August, where June and July. Getting to the red and the white were a challenge. Obviously, he made all three this year um, with the bad luck in the white race with the crash. But, yeah, that, that thing is just on rails and yeah. uh, showed it at the blue race and at the Dixie Land. Yeah, I can agree with that. And, uh, you know, maybe the red, white, and blue thing is the last thing that he has left to win. Russ is over here with shot. Yeah. Everything but free haircuts. What did your, I tell you? Way to make your car. Hey, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? No. I told you. I told you, Russ, that once you win the once you win the first one, they'll just start clicking off. Now it's the third one. Yeah, that's number three. This is the third one up here. Yeah, it's the fifth so for the year. Are you gonna start teching your car now? And a red one. Like are you the, are you the Ty Majeski of figure eight racing? They've right teched me more times this year than I have in my whole career. That's good. I'm that's okay a good problem. It. I'm okay with it because they ain't gonna find nothing because it's so it's all legit. Is Rockstar Russ now the favorite for the Eve of Destruction for his third feature win? Today? You never know what the Eve. Mm. That's way too many figure eight laps to be. It's only a month away. Yeah, but there's still so many laps, and during that race, you it's only 25 laps. What, are you going to get tired? You're going to pull it For Andy? you, that might be easy, <laughs> but when you're running figure eights, that's not just a walk in the park. Mentally, 25 laps in figure eight car is a feat. That's 50 passes through the X. It is. And what the I love every minute of it too. I didn't bang yeah, on you. Close. I you came down. Thought to, I was bang I on came. You. I came down to say hi or to talk to you tonight. You made that. You. I don't think I've seen you push a car so hard this whole season than you did tonight. I had to do it. You did. I know. You would have finished third, if not fourth, tonight if you didn't push it that hard. The right rear's gone. Is it? Yep. You don't just. There's again. no yeah. dots left. Don't need oh, it yeah. again. You destroyed it. <laughs> You that were, happens. You you drove, but we're here to talk about you. You drove the doors out of it. You won. I feel like you drove harder and got a position better than I did tonight, though, the way you oh, drove tonight. You. It was awesome. I was proud of you. Thank I you. was up there. I'd be lying if I said I was yelling because <laughs> I was ready to go back and get my car. So he's proud of me because I was three wide all by myself. There we go. No, your nice. car was three wide. <laughs> While we're on the Just subject, Jesse oh. Outenhoven was the winner tonight. Da, 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 da. And uh, we had a little chat no, with him. Let's hear what he had to say. 
Jesse, I don't know what second feature win of the season. This one car has been really, really good this year. What kind of work went into it in the offseason to get it to where it is? Really, the, the work started, I would say, at the beginning of last season. Uh, we decided to run a part-time year and because uh, we knew we were struggling. 2017 was a bad year for us. We went into 2018, and my wife just had a baby, uh, our beautiful daughter, Nora. Um, so we're like, hey, let's run a part-time year. Let's work on some stuff that we've never done before. You know, bump stops were like a foreign word to us for the longest time. And uh, so we, we, we kind of took that approach to it. We, um, we, we, we just started getting hooked up. It took us uh, a couple nights here, and then we started learning a lot of stuff. Actually, we traveled to Marshfield, a nice, flat, smooth track, which is completely different than Kakana. But you, you talk to people, you see what everybody else is running at other tracks, and you see what's fast. We brought it to WIR, and it just worked really well here. So this is what we've stuck with the, the, the whole time. And 19s have just been a, a great year for us. And, you know, just back to tonight, the outside line was working for you. The inside line was working for you. You had, I don't want to say an easy time getting through, but from the tower, you, you kind of made it look that way. No, trust me, they're never easy. They're never easy. And I, I, I'll tell you right now, when you start getting around guys like Lowell and Andy, you know, guys who are FRRC champions, um, Sawyer's been a, a late model champion in the past. These are guys that are great race car drivers. I would never consider myself to be right there with them. So you're not just going out there passing nobodies, right? I mean, these are some of the best of the best. They come here every week. Andy's been out here for 15, 20 plus years, whatever it's been now. Andy, I'm sorry if I dated you there, but um, no, it, it's huge. Um, we didn't know if we had it in the car at the start of the race. Um, we started feeling like, okay, it's there at the start of the, I'm sorry, at the start of the night. Um, it just came to us worked on the car a lot tonight had to loosen it up a ton the big thing is uh we, we we were good at the beginning of the season we started losing it and you're so afraid to make adjustments because you're like oh we're so good we're so good right and so you start getting a little slower and slower and slower and at some point you just have to say all right i throw my hands up like we have to get this thing faster tonight was our night we really threw the book at it and it paid off big time you had a couple of restarts, obviously. You don't like to see those when you're running out front. You got large leads, but both of them look rather routine, kind of like what Majeski did last week on the outside, cruising away at a turn number two. Uh, just tell me, you know, is that the strategy for anybody who's got the lead to take that line? You got to go outside. That's for sure. That's the place, whether or not we have the, the, the sticky stuff on the outside or not, you have to go outside. It just seems like you can keep that momentum up. The other thing is you can control the restart a little bit, which helps. And uh, no, nobody's ever going to compare me to Majeski. Never do. Don't do. Don't do that again. Uh, <laughs> you already beat him once this year. <laughs> oh, oh, one time, yeah, that was uh, the 50 lap or the red race. Um, no, the outside's a place to be on restarts. It's nice to be able to control that restart. Um, and, you know, I give Andy credit. When that yellow flies and you see number 10 behind you, you don't know if it's going to be him or you, you know, coming out of turn two and first. So, um, like I said, our car was good. Andy's a consummate professional. He's, he's, he's always up there. So, great race. Got to be on the outside. We're happy to be in victory lane. You know, we, we watched Maxwell and Casey Johnson kind of go through the field tonight. They end up with some decent finishes. Still an outside shot for you here. Third coming into the night. You pick up the feature win. Three weeks left. Still time. Yeah. No, you know, uh, 
the DNFs have kind of hurt us this year. Um, I know Casey's had a couple as well, but um, yeah, those guys are just so good. 34 and 47, every week you come to the track, you know who you're looking to beat, and uh, those are the two guys. Um, yeah, would it be nice to, to dig into them a little, a little bit here and get a couple points? Of course. Uh, but we're out here right now. We're just going to have some fun. We definitely want to pick up another feature win by the end of the year. We're not really looking towards that championship, but if we can hang in here in third place, that'll be a great year for us. It'll be the best I've ever done, so I, I'd be more than happy with that. And, you know, just regardless of what happens here over the next three weeks, would you consider everything that you've done so far a success for 2019? Oh, of course. Of course. I, the speed alone speaks for itself, and like I said, we fell off a little bit, but I think even tonight just proves that, you know, we, we can take a car that's poor handling, you know, you throw something at it, something works. It's, it's, it's just a good feeling when you, when you can have that speed throughout the season, whether it's the, the beginning of May, the end of June, the beginning of August. Here, I skipped July because we were terrible in July. <laughs> But no, um, it, it is nice. It's nice to have the speed, and I think everybody kind of notices. And it's nice to see some of the old-time drivers coming up, shaking your hands, saying, "Jesse, you look good this year." That really feels good to you, and you you know you don't want to admit it, and you know, but it feels good. It's been a really good year for us. Yeah. So. Jesse Adnovan wins for the second time this season. Andy, good run for you, finishing second. You had a couple of chances on the restart, but it's just something about that outside line. You have it, you're preferred, you're fast. Jesse made it work. Yeah, Jesse was really hooked up tonight, and I talked to him after the race as well, and I kind of told him when Sawyer was out front and I was in second and he caught me, at that point I kind of knew the race for the win was right there, that race for second between me and Jesse, and I couldn't hold him off. I mean, he was really good inside and outside. Um, once he got by me, he chased down Sawyer, made quick work of him, and uh, just took off and was gone. So even though we had those couple late restarts with 10 to go and 8 to go, or we doubled him back up, um, I did my best on the restarts to hang with him, and I just couldn't. He just pulled away. He was two tenths faster than the rest of the field. Yeah, and, you know, that might have been a big part of the story, but the point battle, Dan, you know, Andy, I know it was happening behind you, and you, you had what you were worried about. But that point battle, Maxwell Schultz dodged two pretty major bullets tonight. Yes. First, he and Bobby Kendall get together. Bobby was good enough to tap out, utilize the gentleman's agreement. He went to the back by himself, gave Maxwell his spot back. And then Alex Stumpf and Lowell Bennett were racing side by side. I believe Stumpf was down on the inside and Bennett was on the outside. They got together, washed up a bit. Maxwell ended up going under, and then you start to walk into that three-wide territory, but he was doing it to avoid the wreck, or at least that's what the officials deemed. Bit of controversy. It keeps him in the point battle with Casey Johnson. Yeah, and those are the things you look at at the end of the year when it comes down to a point or two that are a big decision that happens, and really the three-wide rule for those who um, aren't um, up to speed on that is uh, – there's no three-wide racing on the half mile, and if you're the car that makes it three-wide, um, you get black flagged. Um, but there is a discretion call on that, that if two cars make contact, get together, slow abruptly, and you need to go three-wide to avoid just running in the back of one of them, um, you can certainly do that. So I didn't see it, um, but uh, I did talk to Lowell after the race. He thought maybe it shouldn't have went down that way. It shouldn't have happened. Um, so I'll have to see the video and really uh, see see how that all played out. And quite honestly, I was watching it very closely. Uh, you know, they got together. There was smoke. There was contact. Very clear contact between Absolutely. the two. 
And Maxwell dives down to the inside. Now, did he have to do it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That That's for race car drivers to decide and officials to decide, but I don't necessarily disagree with the call. Uh, when we do the Tundra races here at WIR, we uh, we kind of toss out that three-wide rule just for that reason. Sure. We, we kind of want to take the discretion out of it. You know, yeah, it's a little tracks. bit, little bit easier to do. Now, obviously, if you go into the turn and dump it down three wide, we're not going <laughs> to be good with that. Like, right. You know, and that's what I was just going to yeah. say. Some tracks and series have a three wide deal where, if you make it three wide and you cause a caution, you're going to the pits for the night. Yeah. Other As than that, should. if you can do it yeah. safely, then uh, make it work, get get by, and go on. So for sure, for sure, but. That keeps the point battle interesting. It's Johnson, it's Maxwell, and now maybe is it one point? Jesse out and Hoven. I think it's one point. Oh, is it now? I think so. Yeah, because Johnson did out qualify him, but you know and now the we dash got, was kind of a right, kind of got of a wash, in. yeah. But uh, oh, getting a hug from mom right now. Hey, that's always a good thing, right? But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, three weeks now left, so here we go. Plus, like I said, you know, Jesse out and Hoven still. Seems Not like one it. and two have Not a gap. Then yep. Jesse's the right there, solid. If someone makes a big mistake, which almost happened tonight, right. and then yeah. four through six, you might as well throw a blanket over, and right. the rest is the rest. Kind of so. where you are right now, right? Right in the mix there. Yep. yep. So with that being said, late models, and uh, what a week it was for Mike Meyerhofer. Absolutely. Dixie Land delight. Where did that guy come Thursday from? Thursday night delight. Well, he won I hear last Thursday too, right? Yeah, the car got the car got. Pulled out of the shed. Now it's two for two. And we talked to Mike Meyerhofer about his two wins this week. Mike Meyerhofer stopping the show not once but twice in the late model this week. Roll it out for the first time in two wins in three nights. Impressive stuff. Uh, it's actually pretty unbelievable considering this is the car we destroyed last year. Um, I had no intention of racing at all, and then some of the boys were like, let's start putting the, together that late model. And uh, so we did, and we started going, mainly unsponsored, and uh, decided, oh, let's hurry up and get it ready for the Dixieland, and we did. Came out and tested it, didn't find much speed in it, and, and uh, came and tested again, and then decided, well, we'll see once what four new ones will do, and... Uh, yeah, that Tuesday night show was unbelievable to win that one over a really good competition. The big eight boys are fast. Yeah, and uh, you, your win's kind of similar, right? You have Jesse Bernhagen, last year's champion, kind of trying to find a way around you on Tuesday. You have Brazen Bennett, who's this year's points leader, former champion. Uh, it's not easy either time, is it? Uh, no, and those guys are fast, and they've been racing all season, so obviously me as a driver has a little rust on them, but um, the car eh, the car was good enough to win. It's not as fast as them right now, but we'll work on it and try to find some more speed out of it. Um, both of them, we had a blast racing. Brazen came up to me and congratulated me and said, thanks for giving me a lane. We raced clean. It was fun. He is fast, and he deserves to be the point leader right now. Um, and Jesse. Jesse is a phenomenal wheel. So everybody knows that me and Jesse had raced side-by-side side and hard as we can through the years, and uh, we had a blast on Tuesday. And uh, it was very fun to win in front of the hometown crowd like that and a big crowd they had for the 250. How difficult is it to get back behind the wheel and get reacquainted with the half mile here? Well, me and this old girlfriend of mine have uh, some uh, 
history. So got back in there, and I told a good friend of mine, Greg Hauser, when he got behind the wheel, he was nervous. And I said, Greg, it's like riding a bike. So the crew gave me that advice, and uh, I guess it was just like riding a bike. Going back to the race today, uh, you know, a frantic first lap. You get that re- restart, the new chance, 20 laps to start everything over. Uh, you and Reagan May uh, out front right away. Did, did you feel comfortable right from the hop? Um, yes and no. I, I didn't know how Reagan was going to race. I never raced with her, per se. Um, I think we had good restarts. It was a little faster than what I'm used to, but um, I understood with the crate they got to wind them up faster, and um, it wasn't so bad. Um, once we got out front, I kind of looked in my mirror, and um, I had Eddie behind me at that point, and in a blink of an eye, the nine car was right there, so I knew I had to pedal from there because he's been fast all season. Turning our attention to the other division that you have been running all year, the figure eights. You got the point lead in that division, but we've seen a lot of competitive balance uh, in that particular division this year. You know, Russ has won, Josh Anthony's won, Terry's won, you've won, Craig's won. Uh, It's been a pretty good field so far this year in the figure eights. Yeah, and I think the camaraderie with the figure eight drivers this year is something different, something special. Everybody's getting along back there. Um, and, I mean, it started right from the get-go when we all decided to do a paint scheme theme figure eight. And um, Russ got real excited because good-looking cars, you know, bring fans to the division, let's hope. And uh, we've been racing real strong. When, when you look at lap times and everybody's right within each other, you can see how competitive figure eight can be. You know, and obviously there's that X action with more cars. You'll see that. Um, I'm surprised we didn't have another car tonight just for because it's getting closer to the eve. But, um, yeah, right now we're just keeping the nose clean and running as hard as we can and, and you know, just watching that points now. we got about three weeks left, and uh, it would be really cool if we could win one of those. We're going to see you pulling double duty the rest of the way through the year? That's yet to be determined, but it sure was fun to win tonight. So Meyerhofer picks up the win, his second in as many nights, and impressive. Pull the car out of the shed, get it ready to go. You know, he kind of touched on, okay, he didn't think it was fast, so he came out and tested it a little bit. They found some magic in that 32 car. I'm just going to say this. This has shades of when he came out with that figure eight car that he has out there now. He pulled that thing out of a barn. It was still well, covered he, in. Let's let's back up. He does have a barn. He does. So have he a barn. literally right. does pull it out of a barn. Not, right. Not just a figure of speech. Right. It is literally <laughs> a barn. He pulls it out of, and he goes out and wins the night that he pull, You know that he brings it out. Hey, and, and as we discussed with him, he's the figure eight point leader too. So he's got to worry about that. And now he's got two in a row in the late model and. That's another division, too, that we're watching that point battle very closely. Your brother kind of had a bit of an off night. Brazen out qualified him, got him in the dash, got him in the feature, finished the second. I know Brian got a little piece of the outside wall there, and I, I think yeah, that kind of Yeah, upper control arm was yeah. bent pretty bad into the spring, so lucky even finished like that. It was uh, it was some interesting uh, gamesmanship a little bit in the dash, too. I don't know if you noticed that. I, I don't know if you were announcing that one or Lauren was. Lauren had that one, yeah. But... Uh, Whitman was kind of backing up a little bit on the outside line. He was holding the zone, but the guys were getting by him on the inside. And then it almost looked like with two to go, Brazen could have passed him on the inside. Mm. And he just kind of stayed side by side with him and wanted to maybe get one car 
between him and Brian at the end of the dash, and then Whitman outraced them to the line, and it didn't matter anyway. So I think Whitman ended up fourth. It's the gamble you take. It was was just kind of like, are we really watching points that close? I mean, I know they're important. We've talked about enough on the podcast, but a little bit of gamesmanship going on there. And, yeah, Brazen had another solid night. Um, That's Did you say seventh fast time? Seventh, yeah. yeah, on the season. Yeah. We're only 11 weeks in with the rain out. Right. But, uh, so. I wonder if he uh, has that miss still. I think he Yeah, I think he, that's he probably cleared, resolved. He cleared that up <laughs> yeah, a, you know, yeah. a little, a little well, while I think he's going to be yeah. out-qualifying super late if he's still got a miss with how he's <laughs> that's running. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Boy, that would yeah, be scary, scary stuff. But Well, Brazen, if I remember right, didn't he run the Tundra race with his limited two years ago? With the 10-inch tires, and he qualified like a 19.7 or he something. He did. So he came and ran as we had late models that year. He and Joey Pompreon, when we ended up running the next day because of the rain, uh, just decided to tag the that tail. That was just last year. Yeah, not this year, but the year before. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so he decided to tag the tail, just go out, run some laps, have some fun. Yeah, uh, I remember he qualified like 19.7, and I'm like... Is this a super late or? Yeah, not bad. No, this is my limited late model car. Like, yeah, oh, that's bad. really impressive. I believe so. he had his 5.3 in there, so. Yeah. Um, Whatever he's done with that car, he's got it figured out. It's hooked up. It's on rails. I think what we're going to need to see here to really decide what this point battle is going to be, and, you know, your brother would probably like to see it too, is more Meyerhofer, maybe Jesse Bernhagen comes back one more time. Get another car up there that's going to contend in that top five. There are a lot of good cars up there, but you could use one more that could maybe contend up in the top five and put another separator in there. Someone that's going to take away some points. You know what yeah. I mean? Because otherwise, you got Brian it's hard and to gain. Brazen each week right next to each other. You're not, like you said, you're not going to gain anything. You gain a two points yeah. here, three points there. You really need the big gap. And, you know, unfortunately for Brian, with hitting in the wall tonight and wrecking um, the right front suspension. That gap kind of opened up. It's probably closer to 10 or 12 points now. But then again, you're watching the end of the feature, and Brazen's trying his hardest to get by Meyerhofer. Them guys get together on the last lap, and Brazen yeah. ends up spinning out. We're, it's a whole new ball game, so you right. can't count anything out yet for sure. Yeah, got to be smart about that kind of stuff and you know, be very, very careful in the final laps, and I think that's might have been what we saw out of Brazen. But uh that can bring us to the quarter mile. Quarter mile late models back in action here tonight. And Kyle Culmus jumps behind the wheel of the 04. And he wins the first feature. He wins the overall, too. Oh, he did win the overall? Yeah, because he, he was second. Finished first and second. I suppose the only person who could do that is if they finished second and first. Right. And then it'd be a tie. And Corey Kempkis won the second feature, but he finished sixth in the first. Oh, wow. So he was not quite there, but... That 04 car, not bad. Rich Bickle was supposed to be in there. He uh, was a bit under the weather after the Dixieland, so he wasn't able to make it back. I heard something about a broken hand. Yeah, something with his wrist yeah, or his broke hand his thumb, or thumb or something. Yeah, thumb. something along those lines. But, uh, hey, <laughs> Kyle Kalmus. Now, what's his quarter-mile experience? Did he race the trucks? Yep, he raced sport the trucks, trucks with him. Yep, and then yeah. he moved up to the half-mile limited lates in 2004. So it's been a little while. Yeah, it's been a long while. Yeah. And I, I kind of gave him crap uh, before the night because he hadn't even practiced the car. So he was just getting in it tonight, practice qualifying all together. And I said, hey, Batman, uh, you got to beat a 14.687 by the Joker. So I think he was trying a little too hard mm. initially. Uh, I think he qualified like fifth or something. But he got it figured out come race yeah, he time because he, he looked really sure. good. And it was fun to watch. And um, 
It's cool. They're going to have to make a rule that there's no super late drivers allowed in the quarter mile late model class. It's like a bunch like of ringers the, coming in there. Efforts want a feature. Yep. You know, Kyle won a feature, so. You won one. Yep. Yep. So. Kind of like the NASCAR thing, right, where you can't come race You can't points go down and yeah. take points away That's from like that. about Corey. Corey, yep. Yeah, Corey's Corey in there. He's just wouldn't. Well, he's, so he got four or five super yeah, late drivers that have won features on the quarter mile. He's a past champion, a full-time racer in that division, though. And, I mean, even Brandon Reichenberger raced super lates, too. Yep. So, you know. I mean, technically, and Jerry Schneider, and Tom Sparowski, everybody and in that division except for Travis Willing and Jake Fuller. Uh, yep. You know. So. Right. Exactly. Right. You'd be taking away the entire field. Yeah, you'd be taking away a little too much. Uh, so that's the quarter mile eight models. And by the way, I should mention they're back next week. Wrap up their portion of the season. Their seventh and final visit. I think Brandon Reichenberger's pretty much got that sealed right, up. He's right, just got to right. maybe show up next week. Um, I'll be back in the five car next week. Oh, very nice. Uh, to finish off the season, so I'm excited for that. Um, track record's a 14.608, so I kind of have my eye set on uh, a little prize for next week. So, Oh, wow. We'll see what when happens. What was that set? Something to shoot uh, for. Corey Kempka's first week this year. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that 607, 608, something like that. Is that including everything from, well, I mean, obviously it's been years since it's run. Yeah, they're faster than when it was run. Uh, probably just a little. Yeah, 15, mm. 20 years ago, for sure. They always get faster. Everything gets faster. Look at the green. Look at the turtle drink for Dan here. I like that little ooze. Secret of the ooze. Super stocks. Fortunately, disqualification tonight. David Herning crosses the line first. Something about a shock. Right front shock. I thought it was something on the intake. Oh, I'm I sorry. Rear end. <laughs> so all three of us don't know anything. So, well, like, based on the consensus here, it was probably an illegal tire. Yeah, let's just <laughs> no, no, roll no, through every he, part uh, of the race car, then we'll be right. He didn't have something right with the. Uh, you sure it wasn't the clutch? Yeah. Right? Did he have Wenzel's transmission in? Are, are you sure? It <laughs> Which wasn't? one was it? Did he not meet ride height? Was it the intake uh, or the uh, ignition module? Left side weight. Two pin versus three pin. Yeah. Well, it was. Let's go through the whole list. It it was something, and that hands the win to Wayne Sankowski in very interesting point battle. Kind of like the late models, where you don't have a huge field and you got the same kinds of people running up front every week. You do and you don't because they switch drivers, and then this driver does this, that driver does that. Andrew Meyerhofer fills in for Rachel. Uh, Dave Meyerhofer, Josh Miller, Jeff Tremble, single driver. He's in third in the points. And then Sankowski and Hauser. I'm going to tell you, this isn't confusing for the announcer at all. No, no. 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 Aren't they supposed never. to, on the windshield, never, put the last never, name never. and all oh, that fun stuff? Well, here's the thing. My eyesight ain't what it was and when Meyerhofer I And Meyerhofer and doesn't ago. really help. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, and I mean, even with the 88. Think about it. Yep. It was Howard, and, Howard uh, yeah. for Herning. the entire first portion of the season. And then Horning. He sold, he sold the car, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so now all of a sudden you have a car that's coming out here that was owned by a different driver, and then halfway through the season, it's owned by somebody else. Could have, like, at least taken one of the eights off or something like that, you know, yeah, made it right. a little, little like, different or change it to an eight, uh, you know. What? Either we'll, way. We'll figure it out. That's what we're there to do. But Sankowski wins. That helps their point case. They were leading coming into and the night. And speaking of team driving, it yep. sounds like Hauser will be back on the 22nd in that car. Okay. Um, coming so back. Maybe. Not the last yeah, night, but the Wayne's second really last night. Wayne's really carried the load on that one. You know, Greg won the first week and was in a couple times, but Wayne Sankowski's been doing most of the Majority, heavy lifting. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like Greg's coming back the 22nd. Um, him and Wenzel are going to do battle. 
Sweet. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be like the old times. Wenzel's got to come back to try to take away that track record, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think he has his eyes on that a little bit. Yeah, that's. Uh, so that's, you're not the only one. Right. Yeah, goals. You gotta love a track shoot record, though. Exactly. You get weather like you had tonight. Oh, beautiful. I you know. could set some records. If this was a four-tire show. About an eighteen-eight. I mean, a two-eight-nine. A, a two-eight-five on a used-tire show from Casey. That's Johnson. big. That's a that's a fast lap right. on that's used big, tires. Yeah. That's Very really big. Fast. That used to be fast time on four tires yeah. like three years ago. Yeah. And then you know Johnny Sauter and. Dalton Zier and all the 19 zeros. Yeah. Then we started getting really good with bump stops and things like that. Yep. Yeah, now we've really got it figured out. But uh, Super Stocks, big point battle up for grabs. We're going to be watching that one through another quarter mile class where there is really no championship chase right now is the sport trucks. So is this seven of the last eight for Kyle? Kyle Quella got that thing on wrap. Seven out of the last eight, I believe, features. On lockdown? I don't know. I'm not a kid anymore. Is that a thing? I have a kid, so therefore I'm not a kid anymore. Is that a thing? That's how On lockdown, is that what you hear, Andy? That one I don't know. I think that's a thing. No, 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 no. Get out of here. No, I'm just kidding. Teen Wolf. That's a nice attempt. But, yeah, seven out of eight, two-thirds and two seconds, aside from his wins. Insane. Absolutely insane. Unbelievable. We haven't seen domination like this, and we talked about this maybe before, since uh, John Razor, when uh, he almost won every feature the entire season. Yeah. Um, Plutz, I think, had a season where he run seven or eight features, too, a lot. Brett Van Horn, obviously, dominated when. So, yeah, it kind of goes in uh, different eras here, and this is the Kyle Quell era, and we're just living in it. Yeah. Yep. I mean... It's kind of a division that seems to lend itself to maybe one driver dominating for a bit. You know, you've raced sport trucks before. Why would that be? Why is why is it that one sport truck can just seem to rise above the rest in a given season? Uh, no rhyme or reason I, that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, there's no sport truck chassis manufacturer. There's no Pathfinder left-hander um, where you have different groups. Um, there, a lot of these chassis are obviously homemade, home-built, so each one's a little bit unique. Um, and I think that lends itself to when you're on your own island, maybe your stuff works and it just hooks up and goes. And then, obviously, people are probably trying to copy what Kyle has now to continue on. The, the Brett Van Horn domination era, now there's like four trucks out there that, oh, this is exactly what Brett Van Horn ran. That's just how things happen and how things go. So, Yeah, um, and, you know, some good running up front. Jason Van Handel, shout out to him, finishing second here. Uh, and then Mike Berg finishing third. Not bad. Good night for both of them. I thought I heard that uh, Van Handel was the track champion. Probably about like, 10, uh, yeah. 09. It's been a little while, but yeah. I think he's done that before. I think he bought a truck from Todd Schutte. Okay. Maybe after Schutte had his little era. There's another guy that had an era in the sport trucks right. of domination. I can guarantee you it wasn't 09 because that's when I started going out to the track. Yeah, maybe a little there bit was before a, that. There yeah. was an Andy Geiger era. There was a Robin Wusso era. There was a John Mitum era. All right. Yeah. Before that, there was a Hank Kelmus era and a <laughs> Dean Dahl era. Yeah, there, there, there were always champs. the eras. Yep. But and Pete Zarnoff, 87 years old, has been through all the eras. Yeah, he was still going. Yeah, he was out racing at Wausau this week yep. with yes, the sport trucks. Yeah. It's a pretty cool Pete. article, pretty cool write-up on uh, they had on him. It's funny when you say that kind of thing over the PA when you go to a different track. The trucks had never been to Wausau before, so we mentioned, hey, there's Pete Zarnoff out on the track. He's 87 years old, and all these heads turn around looking at me like, come on, that's yeah. not real. Oh, yeah, the flying barber from Brilliant. 
Is he still cutting hair? Yeah, maybe not full time. Okay. I borrowed a set of uh, wheels and tires one time at 141 when it was asphalt. And he go, he, oh, I really appreciate it. Next time you're in Brilliant, you stop by for a free haircut. So he still owes me a haircut. Maybe we could, maybe I'll use my freebie on Dan. Yeah, T look at this over here. Yeah, that can't hey, be. Hey, I no. actually am. Are you a real life chia pet? Is this what this is? Yeah, that's growing back quick. Isn't it? I don't know why it grows back quick. I need a haircut like every two weeks. Mm. Hmm. You are a hairy. Yeah. Did you accidentally one. throw some Rogaine inside the uh, shampoo or something when you were? No, I just take my multivitamins every day. Hey, maybe. That's Let me a, see if your palms are hairy. That's, that's something else, though. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's between. Hey, we haven't even gotten to the figure eight. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's between. <laughs> let's let's ratchet it back here. Well, look out now. We're going downhill. We're going downhill quick. Oh, we got eight minutes left. Sizzling so. Force. Mitch Hopsall picks up his first win of the season, and Nissa Beatty picks up her first win of the season. That was awesome. First win ever. Ever, yeah. yes. How many Beatties have won features in FRC history? All of them. Are we up to four or five? Because Eric Beatty raced for a okay. while, too, I believe. Yeah, Evan, Ethan. Emery and Anissa there for sure. Go. Remember, Ariana almost won. I think Superstocks last year when yep. she came out with a dirt car, didn't yep. win, but was close. Oh, absolutely, very close. Yeah. Second place, I think so. Yeah, in, in her, she was. In her she National. was leading for a long time, and then that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, last lap. Big family like that, like the Gracie Allen's, like the Meyerhoffers. You know, yep. that they're a baby, they're running up front, but. Attrition a little bit high tonight in the uh, in yeah. the four cylinders. Not not normally something you see. You see a lot of scrambling. You see a lot of crazy stuff happening. But you lost Jake Peters, who was one of the top point guys. Scott Wolf was out. Like you know, there's a bad wreck in the first second feature. First feature, uh, you had a red flag. That one was off of Peters, who I think blew the engine. Yep, okay. blew yep. the engine. Um, and then uh, Scott Wolf uh, cracked. A frame, I believe. Yeah, the subframe holds the suspension stuff on the bottom. As well as uh, axles. I think he ripped the axles out, he said. Yeah, ripped the axles out. Um, trans mount. The Dolicious 18 is going to need some work this week. Dolicious uh, Romanesco. Shameless, shameless plug here, Scotty. Delicious. <laughs> little scoots, we got you. Yeah. And then uh, a two, Heather Wolfgram, late in that second race. She was running up front, and she kind of faded back in that last lap when Emery Beatty went through the grass and back out. And man, that, that was, that was weird, nuts. That was a weird, I won't really call it a wreck because it wasn't a yellow. But weird not wreck. Agricultural racing? Yeah, yeah. agricultural a landscaping. Racing. There we go. That's a good way to put it. I think that so. Was, and I'm surprised that he didn't get told, uh, you know, to not to you know give the, the spot back. I don't think he. Hey, they're front wheel drive cars. They got treaded tires. Why can't they go down there? Sure. I suppose. Well, he was sideways at the flag stand and had really nowhere to go but to the infield. So that's true. At least they didn't go up the dirt pile where the figure eight flag man goes. I've seen that no. before. Ed Bonus. Howard did that in Bonus the four points cylinders. Points for catching yep. air. Hey, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he didn't. Didn't he lose a spot? He did, but he got it back because Heather Wolfgram slowed on the last lap. So, yeah. Yeah. Like in F1, if you pass somebody by going through the grass, they just tell you, you to give, give it back. Just give the spot back, and you're good to go. Yep. So that's kind of what happened, I, mean, I he, suppose. Yeah, right. But, again, that four-cylinder point battle, that thing's crazy, too. I mean, Beatty and Beatty. Klein, it's not so crazy anymore. Klein and Glazer still in that 35 are part of it, though. Yeah, but they you were know? further back than what Peters was. And, well, we know the night that Peters had. Right, so. 
I don't know. We'll watch it the next three week. weeks ago. Yep. Yeah, true. And Peters does have another car. That was the car he was trying to sell. Well, <laughs> it's a little cheaper now. now. Yeah. Not going to be turnkey. No. All right. Well, we've already heard from our figure eight winner, Rockstar Russell Orbecki picks up another. It's third on the season. Yeah. Uh, past uh, Matt Bauer, a little. I think about halfway through, Bauer was leading and then started smoking a little bit. Maybe something wrong with that. Eighteen. So. We should continue to see the car count grow in this class as we get closer to the EVA destruction. I agree. Yeah. They usually pick up and get to that 10, 12, 14 mark right before the EVA. People want to get ready. Yep. And Mike Meyerhofer, we talked about it in his interview, uh, you know, just steady, good position, top three tonight, looking good. That'll be his first figure eight championship, I believe. I don't know about that. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. You don't look it up. Yeah, you look to, everything up. I'm going to do it. To be sure. well, you ordered a pizza. You two, yes, I did order a pizza. Twice. I know who has the most figure eight championships. That would be TVR. TVR, yeah, that's... Well, let's look it up. And CB Dub probably catching up to him. Yeah, pretty no close. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Do you think does Meyerhofer have a? Uh, He's gotta have. If he had a tile here, he'd probably write his championship on it. I believe, right? I Only the Braggers do that. Where's your tile? Uh, they probably threw it away. Bragg and Mays has quite a few on there. But anyway, uh, while Andy looks that up, uh, we should just let you know what's coming up here next at WIR next week. Uh, Pierce Manufacturing for the first time going to be sponsoring the oh, action. Wow. By the way, a big thanks to Appleton Breakfast Rotary Club for bringing the heat here tonight. And, of course, Ken Sports and Napa Auto and Truck for the Blue Race. Yep. But uh, Pierce Manufacturing, first time in the house, quarter-mile late models next week. Should mention also that with the overall win, Kyle Kalmus claiming 400 bucks from... Dennis Dietzen's family, friends, and former pit crew. Dennis Dietzen went into the circle of fame tonight. Sweet. As well as Bryce Spohr going into the circle of fame tonight, and Bobby McDonald as well. So uh, great to induct those three racers. Absolutely. Those guys meant a lot to our sport. And Bryce Spohr raced till his age matched the number of the car right. at 78. Uh, Dennis Dietzen was always a heck of a competitor on the sportsman class, uh, former track champion both at WIR and 141 Speedway when it was Francis Creek out there. Yeah, don't forget asphalt. the Fox River Racing Club actually sanctioned races at 141 exactly. for a little while too. Yep. So I saw his wife this uh, tonight. She came down in the pits. They had a great time. Um, and then, of course, Bob McDonald, you know, right. several race wins and battled right. at the end even through cancer and everything else was still out there getting in the race car and doing everything he could. So. Always remember, Bobby McDonald's car was a very distinct-sounding race car. <laughs> C-Selectronics 84 yeah, car. Yeah, he had that, I think, what was that, one of the ASA motors or something like that? Could have been. Yeah, it was. Prototype. Uh, yeah, you could definitely hear that thing. You knew which one was Bobby McDonald. <laughs> I always loved that. I always respected that about that race car. But um, So the research has been completed, Okay. and Mike Meyerhofer does not have a figure eight championship. Well, then. Uh, first. Your first figure eight champion way back in 1977 was Kenny Van Wyken. Figures. <laughs> Nate's dad. Kenny so. still shows we'll up every week. I still oh, see yeah, Kenny yep. every week. Yep. And uh, Rick Coffert got one in 93 since we've talked about him before on the podcast. Okay. But, yeah, this is full of Terry Van Roy, Terry Dan Gracie only, and, yep. of course, CVR, or, uh, CVW. CVW, yep. yep. Did, I see, did, I, did I see a Jeff Woolrobbie in there? Yeah, he got one in 2008. Yep. Okay. The champ. Donnie Van Camp had a couple in there, too. There we go. Yeah. The 55. Yep. Old figure eights. 
Well, I think that'll do it for us on this particular Rumble Over the Thunder podcast. It was great having you folks on board. And like we said, we're we're running out of weeks here. Three to go. Three weeks left. Championships to decide. We're going to have a champion in the quarter mile eight models at this time next week. Then we got the uh, Pavement Pounder Mod Series coming back. The Winning oh, Game Builders okay, Association cool. in two weeks. And then we round out everything in three weeks. So if you haven't had a chance to get out to the track yet, shame on you. Make plans the next three Thursdays to show up because you are not going to want to miss what's happening. No, it's been great racing in all divisions. And uh, like you said, it's cool to have Pierce on next week as a new sponsor. They're one of the co-sponsors on my car as well. And um, should be a great night. And it's awesome having weather like this finally where it's yes. not so flipping hot. And you can actually bust out the hoodie at night. So great, great time, great night to come out to the track and enjoy it. Three weeks left. Don't worry about preseason football. Aaron Rodgers didn't nah. even play tonight anyway. So don't worry about your Packer games on Thursday nights. The Dolphins racing. won, though. Did they? Who'd they play? Atlanta. Really? Yeah. I have a, a bad feeling that it could be like one of those years where, like, the Dolphins go 4-0 in the preseason. Like the Lions Like did. the Lions did. <laughs> they go 0-16. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'll take the win when you get them, yeah, right? We'll don't use about, up all your wins. Worry about the rest <laughs> later. Worry about the rest later. Andy Money, congratulations. Another nice run for you tonight. Thank you. Finally uh, made the dash again. There you go. Yeah, that was it. First Last time dash year, we too. made this year was a Tundra race. There you go. So it's been a long time coming. Yep. Time to get back on it. Yep. Dan Strong, good to see you again. Doing a great job, my friend. Thank you. All right. Fox River Racing Club on Facebook. WIR Motorsports. You can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, WIRMotorsports.com, FRRC.us. Until we cross paths again, my friends, please stay out of trouble. Have a great one.